Hello and welcome to the first edition of Recruitment Matters Radio. Thanks for listening in to what will be an occasional series of podcasts and audio downloads. These sessions are full of tips, tactics, thoughts and techniques on recruitment matters. I'm Warren Kemp and I'll be your host throughout the series. In between the musings will be music to not just entertain you, but to also let you take a few moments to think about the ideas presented prior and to help let your mind find out how you might put the ideas and thoughts into action. Recruitment Matters Radio is an eclectic tangent production, recorded and engineered at Gig House Studios, and is sponsored by ebossrecruitment.com, clever cloud-based software for permanent recruiters and headhunters. The music is from my own personal collection of world-class artists and bands. Now, world-class recruiters share a lot with successful artists and bands. Malcolm Gladwell, author of The Tipping Point, is one of a number of researchers and authors who have investigated what makes someone world-class. And it comes down to three things. A bit of raw talent, a bit of luck, and a lot of hard graft. 10,000 hours of hard work, to be precise. So think of successful people in a variety of professions, and these three things run true. Bill Gates. His raw talent was being good at mathematics and having a logical yet inquisitive mind. His bit of luck? Well, as a teenager, his mum got a job in a local university with a big computer department. He was allowed to go in overnight when it was closed, and he worked with the computers. 10,000 hours later, and the commercial world for computers started to change forever. And so too in the world of recruitment, if you're to truly succeed, you'll be helped immensely by those three things. Now 10,000 hours in the big scheme of things is five years of a 40-hour week, or four years of a 50-hour week. (laughs) Or heck, if you really want to give it some welly, You do the maths and become world-class sooner. So that doesn't sound so hard, until you split that down into the parts of your role as a recruiter. As human beings, we do more of what we like and a lot less of what we don't like. So hiding behind a keyboard instead of picking up the phone won't make you become a world-class business developer or candidate resourcer in a hurry, unless you put the right hours into the right parts of your job. Now you might be listening thinking I've just kicked off with a tip about working hard and telling you to get your finger out. What happened to the promise of tactics, tips and techniques to make me succeed I hear you say? Well, if you're willing to put the effort in with the ideas we'll share together, as time goes on, you'll do pretty well for yourself. Remember, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. I'll say that again. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Recruitment is a process, and if you follow process consistently, you'll get consistent results. I'm confident I'm going to share enough with you to sharpen up that process to get better results consistently. But there's no room for mavericks long-term in the recruitment industry anymore. And so let's have our first break for some music. And if you're still with me when I come back, and ready to put the work in, I'll be glad to have you on board and start sharing some tips and thoughts to help you become world-class. 
I decided my process for selecting the music in this series of Recruitment Matters Radio could also follow a consistent process. As my CD and vinyl collections are in A to Z format, it seems logical to play songs that way too. So session one is artists and bands starting with A. Session two will be B, and so on. First up, an American band by the name of Airborne Toxic Event. Great on CD, even better live. Well, I never knew my mother, but I can say it was so bad. She was still a girl at 17. The night she met my dad, he was just six months out of Chino, trying his hardest to stay clean. And they sing, and they sing, and they sing, like doves sleeping with broken wings. With a bad bit for a king, it didn't mean a thing. It was a shotgun for his wedding, but they forgot to bring the guns. They were too busy counting promises to the children I yet born. No one could afford the ride, they just hitched up the 101 When they sing and they sing and they sing Like doves dancing with broken wings With a view fit for a king It didn't mean a thing It was a loneliness they would confess Like the world had gone bad I guess So they'd hold hands, look into the eyes of God and they'd say, tell me, why'd you hide from us? Why'd you fill this world with wickedness? Why'd you spare us from your grace, but not the rod? Now my dad says, fuck the details, just keep your head down hard. You gotta find yourself alone before you find the eyes of God. You may be broken, scared, and mad and tear at the flesh of your heartstrings. But you were born to be a peasant, not a king. So just stop like you're running from something You're gonna leave the way you came without a thing With your heart tied to your mind tied to a string You just sing and you sing and you sing It doesn't mean a thing That track was It Doesn't Mean a Thing. I just thought it was excellent. Welcome back. So hopefully you're signed up to the hard work part, and that takes time every day. So here's something you can do every day, that by the end of the next week, can truly transform your desk and your business relationships. And the idea is to have a question of the week. Ask every client or potential client the same question and accumulate the results. Or ask every candidate or potential candidate the same question every time and accumulate those. Let's take a candidate example. If you asked 100 candidates, if you were to use only one job board to seek work, which one would you use? Or something like, which social network site do you use most when sourcing market intelligence? Now imagine what you could do with those results and how much that would shape your activities and optimise your results and save you time and money. You might be spending an hour a day on Twitter when none of your candidates use it. Or spending money on total jobs when your potential candidates are on a job board you don't use currently. Let's look at a client example. Ask every client and potential client 
What's the biggest challenge facing your organisation over the next 12 months? Now go and get 60, 70 or 100 answers. And that's a goldmine of information and statistics and findings to take back to them a week later to get your foot in the door. You could also blog it, tweet it, post it on LinkedIn, share it with people who you haven't spoken to yet and a dozen other ways to utilise that market intelligence. Questions of the week are things everyone can ask everyone they speak to. There's no excuse for not asking it. If you manage a team or work in a team, imagine how powerful accumulating those answers could be. No more saying that it's just a catch-up call or you're just touching base. Instead, you can say, I want to ask you a quick question. And then ask it. And when and where applicable, offer to come back with the findings of a large group of their peers' answers so they can understand more about their sector and what others are doing in it. And there's a thing. With regards to saying it's just a catch-up call or I'm just touching base, that's as far away from being world-class as you can get. We've all heard of the Facebook Ice Bucket Challenge or Movember or Dry October and many other things to raise money for charities. So here's mine for you. Select a charity of your choice and charge £5 or €5 every time you or a colleague says it's just a catch-up call or I'm just touching base. Because on a business front, you've just gone backwards in your client or candidate's eyes when you say any of those types of things. Hey, so at least someone via your chosen charity will gain from it. I want you to become world class, and if your lessons along the way are a little painful, hey, a charity just got a boost. So next up, while you ponder those thoughts about the question of the week, maybe even writing down some ideas over the next few minutes, the music this time is from another A, the Arctic Monkeys. I first saw them back in 2006, when they were far from world class, just raw talent. This tune is what hard graft can help you to produce. And by the way, their bit of luck? Well, they were selected for the NME Emerging Talent Tour, and that got them in front of big audiences, putting in their hours practising for those types of gigs. I was lucky enough to see them again at the Benny Kazim Music Festival in Spain last year, and what a difference 10,000 hours have made. Topless models Doing semaphore Wave their flags as she walks by And get ignored Illuminations On a rainy day When she walks her footsteps sing A reckless serenade Stone on 
If you get a chance to hear somebody else in the same genre, Miles Kane, grab him too. Really, really good live. So how did you get on coming up with some of the questions of the week? Listen, if you haven't done it already, please, after this first session of Recruitment Matters Radio, sponsored by ebossrecruitment.com, write out a number of them you can use. If you're going to get maximum benefit, you've got to ensure you get the chance to ask them. Now, it might be that you phone to chase a vacancy, present a candidate to a client, or sell a candidate a role, and you want to fit in your question of the week. Well, maybe those conversations go really well and you end up forgetting to ask. Or maybe you get bombed out and you feel you can't. Either way, this neat little tip will get you the chance to ask your question of the week. And it's this. However well or badly your call is gone, you can always ask one last question. So you simply say to your client or candidate, can I have one more question before I go? Or something like, there's just one more thing I'd like to ask your opinion on. Or any variation on that theme. Get it in right at the end if you need to. Heck, you might end up with another 10 minutes on the phone with your contact because of that one last question before you left. World class is what I wish for you. I hope that's a clear message. World-class recruiters enjoy the fact that they make fewer calls, yet have more conversions from fewer conversations. World-class recruiters have three major traits in common. Consistency, commitment, and belief. A lot of decent recruiters have two out of three. But if you want to be world-class, develop and embrace all three. Consistency, commitment and belief. So taking the first one, consistency. What does that really mean? It means doing everything you do with extreme regularity. It means the level of your conversations being consistently professional. Turning up for work early every day. And here it comes again. Following process. Take a few moments out to consider what consistency means for you and your role as we listen to another world-class band, a Mercury Prize-winning band at that, Alt-J. Tabs on your tongue. I heard the shepherds, I heard the sheep sleep. Now I'm the only one. Broken sweethearts, 
who's sleep apart Lost your mind, your side spines Who must sleep starts And who's to pose Now sure She makes a sound The sound she makes To calm me down old jay a little bit of an acquired taste i think but it's well worth taking the time to listen to their songs maybe six seven times to really get into it fantastic stuff anyway welcome back if you're enjoying these thoughts and ideas other than just through recruitment matters radio you can visit our website at recruitmentmatters.com where we have 20 or so free tips at any one time and we also have a free app courtesy of itunes with 250 of them that are searchable using keywords. That app's called Don't Become a Frog. And so, to the second trait of great recruiters, commitment. Commitment can't be half-hearted, 
commitment has to run through all you do. Leave for work in the morning. Think and commit to your work. Go home at night, well, think home. But all the hours in between should be work-related. Listen to the right radio stations when driving to work. Read the right journals and not tomorrow's chip shop wrappings. Talk to the right people about the right things. And by the way, a clean and clear non-work-related home life is vital to give you the energy for work. But outside of home and inside of work, eat and breathe your industry sector and commit yourself 100% to your career. And in that way, you can add value to everyone you work with and for, with commitment. Love your work, love your sector and love all you do. Seems appropriate to play you now, American Authors, a band with the right take on life.
cheesy pop from American authors. Sometimes a bit of cheese is what you need. Welcome back. And with that music still in our mind, then on to the third of the three traits of world-class recruiters. A reminder, their consistency, commitment, and the third one, belief. Now, belief is the most fragile of the three. Belief is much more than confidence and much less than arrogance. Belief has to be in your blood and run through it too. Now, the biggest thing that will negatively affect your belief is other people. Ditch negative influences, be they family or so-called friends or people you sit next to at work. Don't let other people's negative thoughts influence your belief that you can become great and that you can and will consistently succeed. Now, we all know someone who says, that won't work, instead of, how can we make it work? And as the saying goes, if you think you can or you can't, you're probably right. Now, this isn't a cue for me to get all happy-clappy on you, but it is a cue to give you a couple of quick tips on belief and your inner belief system. Number one, when you get knocked back or put down, take a few moments out to remember twice as many moments when you succeeded or overcame adversity. And fight back. Number two, imagine what you want your desk or your business to look like in 12 or 36 or 60 months time. Start to picture it, revel in it and believe in it and then take action. I hope you've enjoyed the first edition of Recruitment Matters Radio. And if you have, be sure to tune in to edition two, with as well as some more tips, tactics and techniques for all things that make recruitment matter. We'll have music from such diverse acts as Biffy, Block Party and Bastille. Take a few moments now and start that journey to build your belief system into dynamic results. And to finish, here's Amy McDonald to play us out. See you next time. Oh, the wind whistles down in the cold dark street tonight And the people, they were dancing to the music vibe And the boys, just the girls with the curls in their hair While the shouting men who just sit way over there And the songs they get louder, each one better than before And you're singing the songs, thinking this is a life And you wake up in the morning and your hip is twice the size Where you gonna go, where you gonna go, where you gonna sleep tonight And you're singing the songs, thinking this is a life And you wake up in the morning and your hip is twice the size Where you gonna go, where you gonna go, where you gonna sleep tonight where you gonna sleep tonight? So you're heading down the road in your taxi for four And you're waiting outside Jimmy's front door But nobody's in and nobody's home till four So you're sitting there with nothing to do Talking about Robert Riger and his Motley crew And where you gonna go and where you gonna sleep tonight? And you're singing the songs, thinking this is a life And you wake up in the morning and your head is twisted stars Where you gonna go, where you gonna go, where you gonna sleep tonight And you're singing the songs, thinking this is a life And you wake up in the morning and your head is twisted stars Where you gonna go, where you gonna go, where you gonna sleep tonight
morning and your hip is what's the stars Where you gonna go, where you gonna go Where you gonna sleep tonight And you're singing the song, singing this is 